Welcome to Hello Church. This is season three, episode six, and we're talking about welcoming first-time guests into your service. It's gonna be a great episode, short, sweet, and I think you're gonna walk away with a couple of tips or ideas to make guests feel more comfortable in your service. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be talking about before a guest uh, gets on your campus, mm-hmm. what to do, you know, some tips uh, there. Uh, before a guest walks through the door, once they are in the doors, the sermon. I, I think you can find today very practical, very simple, but mm-hmm. you know, there'll be one or two things that I believe that you'll be able to implement at your church and that will uh, only you know increase the guest experience yeah have you ever uh, visited a church where it was just kind of awkward because you'd never been there before and I know it's happened to me and I've shared that before whether it's trying to check in kids or trying to figure out where the service is or walking in a, a door and this is my biggest fear, walking in a, a door that looks like it could be a side door or also an entrance and worry that you're going to walk out on stage. That's I dream about that. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Has it ever happened to you? I, I visited a small church one time, and, and the lady, when we walked through, was like, oh, great, we have some kids today, finally, in the nursery. <laughs> She's um, like, after the incident, it's yeah, been a while. It's been a while. They got some fresh blood. <laughs> um, it, and that wasn't really awkward. It was just a random comment. Yeah. Right, I was yeah. like, oh, I guess they don't have a lot of kids come through here. There you, there you go. I think sometimes, and it's happened to me, small churches, medium churches, bigger churches uh, just have um, not really felt welcome or at home, and so that's really not what you want. Uh, there are going to be people who are going to feel uncomfortable in new environments regardless, but hopefully mm-hmm. they're not going to feel uncomfortable because of something that, that we are doing wrong. So we'll, we'll discuss that, and hopefully uh, as new guests come into your congregation, you'll feel like, ah, oh, well, I've, I've got some tips. Hopefully I can make people feel a little more welcome. Yeah, so we have a few different sections of the episode today, yeah. and the question is, we'll start with this first section, mm. what do you do before a new guest comes on campus? And mm. I'd like to take a moment to introduce a new podcast that we've created uh, with uh, Dave Shrine, he's a co-host and I'm the other co-host, and it's called the Front Door Church Podcast. Mm-hmm. And really this podcast is all about digital evangelism helping you reach, helping you, equipping you to reach people before they ever attend a service in person at your church. Because we know the world has changed a lot in the past few years, and there's a lot of churches that are utilizing streaming, uh, you know, your services, but that's just one of the many dozens of things that you can do to, to really reach people digitally. Mm-hmm. And so th- this podcast is really going to help you sort of dig deep into some of those tools and practices for your digital evangelism ministry. And you'd be surprised how simple some of the things that you can do to reach people. And so uh, let's let, let's start there with this section. So how what do we do before a new guest comes on campus? I think one of the, the first things that we do is we make sure that our website and all of our social media platforms has all up-to-date information. Yeah, uh, I actually was trying to submit an order yesterday online. I collect sports cards and I get them graded, and you know it's a fun thing. It's a hobby of mine. Mm-hmm. And the the website, I needed some support. I need some help. And I, I kept looking. They didn't have a phone number, so I kept looking for some way to contact them. And I found three different email addresses. Mm-hmm while I was trying to get help for this issue. And to be honest, it's confusing. I was sort of new to their site. And so um, you make sure your website has all 
up-to-date information and make sure all your social media handles are correct make sure the directions the service times mm-hmm. it's amazing sometimes we sort of set it and forget it yeah and then stuff changes and we forget to go back and update the website mm-hmm. we forget to go and update the links on our social media profiles so just make sure because especially if someone's they haven't attended your service yet and they're on your website they're looking around you, you want to make sure that you have up-to-date information because again it could be confusing to them if it's not yeah and i think more and more churches are doing this but maybe having some sort of uh menu option at the the top it's visiting for the first time or or visiting us and you can kind of lay out the details hey here's where to park here's what time it starts here even people here's our dress code because Mm -hmm. if you've not been to church in a while it's kind of like well you know, whenever I was a kid, I'd wear a suit and tie. Uh, maybe having that, and even just saying like childcare is provided, just little things that we take for granted um, might be really important for people who are visiting for for the first time. So I think that's I think that's really important, uh, and doing that on social media too. It's weird because at our church we go to the same church, and I've met a number of people who have told me, hey. I actually found out about your church because of social media. Maybe someone shared it or it was just an ad was out there. So think through that strategy. Uh, think through how you're communicating with people on social media. And two, Front Door can really help you do that. You know, yep. it's, it's great. I'm also starting a, a podcast called Side Door Church. It's when you walk in the side door and end man. up on the stage during during the sermon. Oh, it's man. It's scary. That yeah. sounds amazing. Uh, but yeah, check out Front Door. Front Door is really great. It's a, a company that's a part of Ministry Pass. And it's, um, yeah, it's your digital front door for your church. Yeah. Uh, the next question that we has, have is, what do you do before a guest walks through the door, what are the things that we need to do? I think one of so the, they're 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 like pulling into in the parking, the parking lot. lot. Yeah, they're, they're on campus. Co- they're they're actually they are they're crossing the threshold. Right. So what's the first thing that they should see when they cross that threshold? Man, well, I, I think first of all, signage is important. You got to put your Sign, well, you yeah. got to put yourself in their shoes. They don't know where to go, right? Yeah. They don't know where to go. They they they're sort of. Um, you know, you might have the, the the guest parking spots, but they don't know how to get to those parking spots. Or they might not even know they're there. They might yeah. think, oh, it's like a handicap parking spot or, or something like that. Exactly. So yeah. put yourself in their shoes. I I, I always I think it's a good practice to even get in a vehicle, drive into your onto your campus, and put yourself in a guest shoes and say, okay, what if I'm a guest? What am I seeing first? Yeah. What am I What am I noticing? What do I have questions about? Am I confused about the layout of the parking lot? Is there a certain signage that we can add that would add clarity to their you know, first experience mm. on campus? Yeah, and it is, I would say it's even more confusing if you are meeting in a place that's not an actual church building. So like I've gone to visit churches that meet at schools and that's pretty confusing because you have like the main entrance Gosh. And, and in school some, has like 37 doors yes and like the main entrance might be the place but also if you're meeting in the gym or somewhere else you mm-hmm. don't go through the main entrance so just be pretty clear on where you can park and even possibly having if it's really tight so like at our church where we're meeting right now it's really tight and so we have individuals who are just kind of directing traffic and that's really important if you have a lot of space maybe you don't need that yeah. maybe just signage but if it's tight you got to have people in saying like here's where you need to go to to stop traffic jams from happening yeah if so if you you could have a parking team you could also install a a greeters team as well 
Um, I've seen some churches utilize a greeting team. So the parking guys are sort of given directions. Once you get out of your car, you have some, some smiley, warm faces greeting you before you get to the actual church doors. I've even seen churches utilize what they call a wagon team. Right, mm-hmm. and so if you're your family with young kids, and let's say you got a backpack, and you don't want to, you don't want to break out the double stroller, right? Mm-hmm. That's just it's like a semi, yeah, you know, rolling through the parking lot with the kids in the backpacks. Well, they have a they had a wagon team, and so the kids could hop in the wagons, and and they actually thought it was really fun, right? That's really cool. And if you have a a clown or a mime ministry at your church, Keep they can the be closet. out there, and they could be like directing everything yeah, and like. like Entertaining the kids. <laughs> the possibilities are really endless. They, they really uh, are. So make sure you think through like what happens to a guest when they walk through that door, uh, and then and then the third question is once they are entering the front door, yep. what comes next? Uh, you need to have really good signs where uh, for for places uh, whether it's youth ministry, children's ministry, and, and here's the thing too. I would say be really clear. And this might take some overhaul in your church, but be cognizant of what you name things, right? So if the nursery is called the lamb's room, <laughs> I might not know what that is if I've not been to church. <laughs> right. Uh, I was I was in some sort of, uh, it was like a webinar about church stuff, and they were like, man, do you remember in like the 2000s when youth group names, they all just sounded dangerous? It was like yeah. extreme, yeah. explosion Everything youth. was fire. <laughs> yeah, fire, and you're just like, Hey, we're over here at Explosion Youth. Come on, take your kids to Explosion. Yeah. So, so crucified with Christ Youth. <laughs> B B. I had a friend who went to a youth group, and it was called KG, Kids like, Energized for God. Oh man, keg, and they would have keg parties. Keg part. Oh man. B Y O B. Bring your own Bible. Man, there it is. Mm, or one Someone would be provided had, to you. They provided like sweet tea and keg. <laughs> sweet tea keg stand. So signs have have clear clear signs so they know. The lamb's room yeah. is not where lambs are slaughtered, where we're, but where babies are cherished. Yep, there it is. Uh, clear signage to the restrooms, right? If they're new, they don't know where the restrooms are. Um, yeah. Mother's retreat, I don't know if you call it a nursing room or mother's retreat or mother's room. Yeah. There's all different kinds of yeah. names for it, right? Yeah. Um, make sure that that has clear That's signage. Clear. Because we were at a, at a school for a long time, and I can't tell you how many times a, a, a young mother would come out with a new newborn, and she's new to the church, and she's just walking half the high school looking for the, mm-hmm. the, the mother's room, right? And so... It's uh, it's important they have clear signage, and we we think it's clear. But again, I think it's a good exercise. Walk through the front doors of your church and say, "I'm a guest." Mm-hmm. Uh, is the signage clear? Do I know where to go? Do I know where the auditorium is? Do I know uh-huh. where the kids check in is? I think it's important because we take so many things for granted yeah. because we already know it. And, and I'll say this too with greeters: uh, have enough greeters to where they are not chained to the door. So if you only have one or two people and all they can really do is open and close the door. If someone says, hey, where where can I drop the kids off? They can't leave their post. Mm-hmm. But if you have three people for a door, you can say, oh yeah, I'd be happy to show you. Come on, let's go, you know, it's right over here. Uh, it, it just gives your people more options uh, to be able to help out. And I think it is important, yeah, if volunteers can, can, can do handoffs, if you have mm-hmm. enough volunteers to be able to walk them to the children's area or walk them to the uh, youth area or the nursery, uh, that's going to be helpful for them. Mm-hmm. But what do you do during the sermon? Or mm-hmm. is there like speakers on stage, pre-sermon mm-hmm. or during the sermon? 
Yeah. We're going to actually talk about this in the next episode. We're going to be talking about uh, your service and how to communicate people to people who are unchurched. Yeah. Um, but I, I think for the sermon and, and for everything during service, just be kind of clear about it all. There are going to be people who've never been to church before and they come into a service and you're singing and they're just not going to feel comfortable. It mm -hmm. is what it is. Yep. But as I mentioned earlier, we don't want them to feel unnecessarily uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so find an opportunity to just kind of explain and say, hey, you're here and you might see people raise their hands is why they're doing that. Or uh, we're going to sing, hey, we're going to begin the service. We're going to sing three songs. One of the reasons we do that is because it's important to sing praises to God. We learn that in the Psalms. It, just kind of explaining the process I think could be huge for people because they they really don't know if they're if they're a guest and they haven't been to church they don't know what to expect mm -hmm. and if they've gone to a, a different church with different habits uh, they might not be used to what you're doing during your service so I, I think just being very clear about all that and especially you know during your sermon that's just so important I think it's also important to, to provide them an outlet to to uh, connect with you further Without having to give you like their tax returns on a connection card, right? Their social security number. Yes, it's like name your children, all of their ages, date of birth, all that. Are they allergic to anything? Yeah. Like the the amount of hoops that we make guests go through is quite impressive to me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I've been sat in some churches and they give me the connection card. I'm like, holy moly, like. Mm -hmm. you know everything know more than the government about me yeah yeah and it'll ask like are you a christian and it's like yes no thinking about it you know it's yeah. just, some of that stuff is best done in person not yeah. with a card that's you know a foot long maybe, maybe what you could do is you could offer them a gift at the connection center or maybe it's something uh like for example you put together a video and say hey if you're a guest with us and you want to know more about the church and we're not able to just get in depth about that every week to tell the story of our church, but you want to know more about the church, we have uh, a short video or a PDF that we created with some photos and a timeline. We'd love to send that to you. You can go to our website and click this button or whatever the case may be. Mm. That may be a great first step, right? Then you can follow up with them after that once they give you their email address or they text in, you know, text history to this website and they'll send you, you know, the church video, whatever the case may be. Then you can follow yeah. up with them. Yeah. Question, yeah. sidebar. Okay. What is the ideal gift to give to a new person? Man. So we, we, I always joke about the coffee cup, right? Man. I actually realize, I don't, I don't have any coffee cups from other churches at this point. And I don't know, maybe I did. or maybe, It's because you, you, you stopped church hopping. Or I stopped, yeah, there you go. Well, or maybe I just didn't get it. I was just like, I don't need a coffee cup. What's the ideal present? I'm kind of thinking it through. Part of me thinks it's just a good old-fashioned candy bar. Because you've gone to church, you've gotten Man. up with your, your kids, you Man. just get in the car and you just you got a Kit Kat? I don't know. How about a solid cup of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> that's when you come in. It, yeah, that's another thing. Good cups of coffee. Yeah. If creamer. They, if, they're creamer. Guest, if they're a guest, they don't get the styrofoam cup. Don't be stingy. They, they get the mug, right? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, with like a lid. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but just kind of think through. Like, yeah. you don't have to do things the way they've always been done. Like, I got to give them a mug, or I've got to do this, or I got to do that. I don't know. Just find something that they can carry while they're carrying all their kids and all that stuff out to the car that helps them to kind of remember the church and remember, hopefully, the hospitality you've offered them yeah if you have their email address you can follow up with them on monday make it automated remember mm -hmm. automation trumps determination yes yeah, so, so this is after they leave yeah, yeah after they leave 
uh, pastors, you don't have to be the one following up with everybody. It can be automated. You can have uh, staff do it. You can have volunteers do it. Uh, but make sure it gets done. And then you can use services like Text in Church. I think mm. Text in Church is a great service that utilizes texting, um, connecting with guests and, and, and the people in your church. So uh, that's a tool that you can utilize. And I think it's a, 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 a very reasonable service for you to uh, to invest into that experience for guests. Because mm-hmm. if you're able to follow up with them and engage with them using a tool like Text in Church, they're going to come back, right? And and there's always going to be a certain percentage of guests that, that come back and then that stay, then that get engaged, then they get in the small groups, then they you know volunteer, then they're tithers. So uh, all of that, you know, it, at the top of your funnel, so to speak, mm. is that guest experience. So you want to invest into that guest experience a lot so that you have returning guests. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people they. Um they choose a church based on a lot of different factors, but yeah. one of that, one of those factors, is the pastor. What what type of individual is the pastor? Uh, you know, are they prideful? Are they are they humble? Uh, do they feel like they, they can talk to us at our level? So, I I think probably when you when you make that first contact, you might even give them an option to to talk to you. You could use like Tidy Cal or Calendly and be mm-hmm. like, hey. I, I try to keep my schedule open a few times a week for, you know, if anybody wants, guests want to talk to me, so uh, feel free to schedule something and we'll, we'll get a call or a Zoom call. And, and, and it might just be good for pastors just to, to talk, you know, to talk to your guests. Now, if you have thousands and thousands of people at your church, you might have to uh, push that out to other pastors as well, kind of divide it up. But for most of us in our churches, we, we have, you know, an hour or two a week where we can dedicate some time to that. Yeah. So I think I go back to this main point is the last point. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in the mode of I'm a guest and view everything. Try to view everything at your church from the moment that you drive into the parking lot to you walk through the doors to you know you walk into the sanctuary, you're sitting in service, you're listening to the sermon, you're engaging with different people, volunteers. Try to view it through the lens of a guest and you'll see some opportunities uh, some things that you can do to improve that experience for them uh, so that it's really it, it adds clarity to to their experience and to to their visit I, I think every church in America mm-hmm. really could and beyond right could if you if you just did this exercise a few times a year mm-hmm. there there's some opportunities for growth for everybody no matter what ch- uh, size your church is yeah and and my my takeaway would be um, maybe learn this by visiting another church uh, mm-hmm. and maybe even visiting a church that's different from you so if you're part of a denomination maybe visit a church outside your denomination so that it is a little bit more unfamiliar uh, than what you're used to and just think through the, that feeling and what you were looking for and what you needed and then kind of go back to your church with fresh eyes and say okay like yeah we could we could do some things a little bit a little bit different yeah. well that's our episode for today hello mm-hmm. church it's all about the guests today and uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we would love to hear from you mm-hmm. put a comment what are, what are some of the things that your church has done and you've implemented to reach out to first-time guests Mm-hmm. at your church i uh, would love to hear from you if you're watching on youtube if you're listening on itunes just leave us a five-star review and then tell us in the comments <laughs> what you did right <laughs> yes make sure you do that we'd love to get your feedback and then too i think there are going to be other pastors who are listening to this watching this uh, that would love to hear your feedback as well it would help them so yeah. we'll be back and next week we're going to be talking about uh, how we address uh 
the unchurched in our church services. So if you're thinking through, like, you know, there are people that come to church, yeah. they're guests, uh, they don't go to church, and it doesn't feel like we're connecting. Maybe this next episode, episode seven, coming out here soon, will will be uh, be some help for you.